didn't really know what we were going to talk about today. That's not true. I knew what I was going to talk about. Well, <laughs> turtles. <laughs> Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, an unfiltered behind the scenes, no holds barred. Look at the realities of the location independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and I like turtles. <laughs> I'm Jason, and I'm allergic to turtles. Actually, we're the co-founders of the community Location Indie. You can learn more at locationindie.com. Trav, it's true. Although I don't know if I'm still allergic to turtles, but when I was a kid, uh, my dad found a turtle on the side of the road and he brought it home for me so we could have it as a pet. Shortly thereafter, I had to go to the doctor and the doctor determined that I was having all these allergic reactions because of this turtle. So then they had to get rid of the turtle. <laughs> this is why we do that po- this podcast. I never knew. I'm in. I'm shocked. I I guess people can be allergic to a lot of things, but turtles, turtles. I know. Not and not. Aren't turtles like a sweet too? Like a sweet candy treat you can get. I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the actual turtle, the animal. Yeah. Well, but, like um, the turtle, turtle ice uh, cream, yeah, it's maybe like I a type like of flavor. Not flavor, but a type, a mixture of things to make it. I don't. What is it? Like fudge it? and. I don't know. Caramel, caramel, caramel. It's usually caramel, right? Yes, caramel and chocolate that, and stuff. That sounds right. But uh, Are you allergic to, to caramel and chocolate? Because that, I think no, that'd be worse thank, than actual turtles. Thankfully, no. I didn't know that uh, you like turtles. I don't know where that came from. <laughs> Dude, you've never seen the YouTube kid? No. Oh, man. Oh, is this like when a reference to something else? I like turtles. Okay. I'm when, not, all right. I'm not if you've never it. seen the YouTube I like turtles kid, go Google that at some point. It's just a funny clip that probably has like 50 million hits by this point. And um, it's just, it's, it's stupid and funny. I mean, that's what YouTube is, right? It's stupid and funny and gets a <laughs> lot of hits. Um, 50 million hits and I'm not one of them, but I will be shortly after this podcast. You will be shortly. I, I hope you don't break out in hives watching turtles <laughs> on a YouTube screen. No. Um, but I, the reason I, I said I like turtles, other than the fact that hopefully most people got that joke and thought it was funny. And if you did, great is because today what I want to chat with you about, Jay, is is it a benefit or a curse to having multiple interests and how to kind of juggle those things? Because if you're anything like us, and you, and you probably are if you listen to this, because you're relating to the stuff we talk about and you, know, you want to start your own business or you want to be location independent, you like traveling, all that stuff, you probably have a ton of interest or you, or you get interested in a lot of things and you a have curious stuff that you're being about. Yeah. You're very curious. And Heather always, always makes fun of me for being super curious. And I will admit, I, there's very few people I've met that are more curious than me. I just, I like asking a lot of questions and you know that Jay firsthand. Um, and so I've always kind of struggled with this. I think a lot of people struggle with it of, you know, typically when you're reading business books or people telling you how to do your own company like you have to be hyper hyper focused on one thing all your energy has to go to that you can't have all these distractions that's going to limit you and i i guess i agree to that with that in theory somewhat but i can't help the fact that there are multiple interests so 
that's what I want to break down today, like how you can juggle it, how you juggle it, kind of how I do it, hopefully successfully, <laughs> and what your thoughts are on that. Like, is that a myth where you, you, you know, you just have to be super hyper focused on one thing? It's, it's a tough thing that a lot of people have to deal with. Totally. Well, first of all, I have to give a shout out to my friend, Emily, whose website puttylike.com is an incredible resource for people that have multiple passions and can't decide on one. She, she has a great TED talk about it. I would recommend her TED talk and we can link to it in the show notes. It has like two or three million views or something now because it resonates. Can I give you a really cool story about her TED talk that I think I may have told you before, but I haven't told the audience. Yes. I was in Israel with a group of people that didn't know who I was really, you know, like didn't know who my friends were or anyone that I knew. And we, I was talking to this, this one girl, Tal, and she's like, oh, do you ever watch TED Talks? I'm like, oh, not really, this and that. You know, I've seen them. And she said, there, and we were talking about having, I guess, I don't even think we we're talking about multiple interests. We were just talking. She said, I watched this amazing TED Talk by someone named Emily about having multiple passions. <laughs> and we're at this market in the middle of Jerusalem. I turned around, I'm like, Really? She's like, yeah, Emily. And she couldn't, you know, she didn't remember the last name. And she was trying, I'm like, her name's Emily Wapnick, right? And she was like, yeah, how'd you know? I said, uh, my really good friend, Jason, is really good friends with her. And I've met Emily in person a few times. And like, she thought I was a rock star. So thanks, Emily. I mean, this that was awesome. I mean, that shows you how crazy. Yeah, that, talking, is, that right? is so cool. Spanning, spanning. The globe, really, right? Literally spanning the globe. Um, The talk is called Why Some of Us Don't Have One True Calling. And anyway, I should give a quick shout out to her and also say congratulations because I went to her wedding up in Portland, Oregon when I was back in the States, just flew up there for a night, got to see her get married. It was a beautiful wedding. So congratulations to her. But anyway, yeah, multiple passions, multiple ideas. Dude, I mean, you're right. I think especially people listening to this show, into travel, I feel like travelers, for the most part, seem to be a curious bunch overall. That's why they want to go and expand beyond, you know, the borders of your hometown or, you know, investigate different cultures, meet different people, try different foods. You know, if you're willing to put yourself into that situation where you're exposed to all that stuff, which is what you're doing as a traveler, uh, chances are you're doing that because you are curious and you want more you want to learn more about the world and um of course i think that mentality translates to everything beyond travel and of course business which is why location indie you know why we do this is like it's because it's specific to like the traveler you know yeah, like well, you can't all these put different- something into a box or right? you can't say like oh this is travel this is your travel life and you're one way when you travel and then this is your home life or and then this is your work life and then this is your other life and you're totally different you're usually the same inside the same person that whole way with the same interests feelings thoughts curiosities and a traveler typically their curiosity outweighs the afraid factor or the or it outweighs apathy basically like you can stay home and do nothing or you're (laughs) curious enough to get going and do something and that's the type of people we're talking to with business too you're curious enough to try something instead of just staying with the status quo yeah it's what makes uh this community unique like you said bridging business and travel and um it it can be a tricky thing to bring over to business but it's like you you don't really have a choice about bringing it because it's part of a lot of our personalities, you know? So going back to your original question, it's like, 
well, how do you deal with that? And this, I think it's, it's a great question you're bringing up and we, you know, didn't really know what we were going to talk about today, but, um, it's, it's one of those other big factors. That's not true. I knew what I was going to talk well. about. <laughs> Turtles. I just didn't know you'd be allergic to them. <laughs> it's one of those big factors to consider because, you know, when you're building a business as a location independent traveler or, or you're freelancing or whatever you're doing, uh, the whole goal is to build it in this way where you can enjoy your travels and you can have a little more freedom. And like this group isn't, isn't the type that's going to uh, build a business that's going to hire 300 people and be in an office. Like that's not the point. So going back to your question, how do you balance your multiple ideas or your multiple interests into a, into actually getting things done. And I mean, I can share a little bit about how I do, but I'm curious, like, I know you're working on, we're always both always kind of working on different things. You got to wear a lot of different hats. I will tell you before, uh, before I hear, I hear what you have to say that when I focus on one thing and I know it's like a big picture, like sort of higher level thing that, that needs to get done and it's going to have a lot of potential benefits to my business as like an overall thing that I'm implementing I feel really good. It feels really good to just focus on one thing sometimes. But yet, there's a lot to focus on. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it can be, you know, I don't want to be a cop out. I mean, a lot of these questions don't have yes or no answer. It's not like, yes, you should focus on one thing. No, you shouldn't have multiple passions. Or yes, you should focus on everything you like. No, I mean, it's it's a spectrum, right? As is all of life. And um, so for me, I think that the idea that you should be hyper-focused on one thing is good to a point, except that that can very easily lead to A, burnout, and B, it can lead to you kind of closing your mind off to other things that then in the long run could benefit you in a lot of ways. I mean, you know, like you close your mind off to one thing and you keep pushing this idea. So I have a few rules of thumb for what I follow. And I am someone who does pursue a lot of things and, and probably should be a little more focused. But here's what I found out recently. I found out that when I focus, well, like when I have multiple things going on, so I'll give you a really good example. Today, Jay, we're, I'm, I really want to get an investment property in Philadelphia. Uh, over this whole two-month trip that I was in Europe, I was still following all the realtor um, on my realtor.com app, I was favoriting things. I'm like, I can't wait to get home to Philadelphia to look at these properties. Like it just clarified in my mind, you've been wanting to do this. You're going to do it. Now is the time, you know, you have some money saved up. Like now's the time to do it. Just do it. And, uh, so even to the point that I got home Wednesday night and Thursday day, I drove into Philly and wandered around in the rain, not looking at properties with a realtor. This is how crazy it was, but literally wandering around just like, walking by them, checking out the neighborhood, stuff like that, getting a feel for it. Because I was just ready to do it. So contacted Realer. Today, I'm going to look at like 10 places down in Philly in the afternoon. So what does that mean? That could mean two things. It could mean, okay, well, that means I don't get the other work done that I'm doing because I'm pursuing this other passion. Or what it means, and this is what's happening, is we got together and said, hey, we had planned to record on Tuesday. And we we're going to record all day and get different podcasts and work together. But instead of kind of saying, oh, let's start at 10 and then we'll do a little here and might break for lunch and, you know, by like three or four, we'll be done. I was like, well, Jay, do you mind if I go at one to go see these properties? Like this guy can show me around. I really want to do this. So instead, what do we do? We start at 830. We're hyper focused. We're recording back to back to back to back different things. We knock out what 
probably would have taken us six to eight hours because we would have just been doing other stuff and chatting and, and you know, all that. We're going to knock that out in four hours and then I'm going to go the, do the other thing. So I think if you structure it that way, if, if it forces you, if you're someone who's not able to really get focused, if it forces you to focus on the one thing and do it in less time or maybe not be as perfect with one thing, which is another big detriment to getting stuff done. That's a huge benefit of having multiple focuses because now I can go look at those properties, go have quote unquote fun. And like it's broken up in my mind between like the online stuff we do and and the quote unquote real life stuff. And it's a nice it's a nice difference instead of just spending eight hours at, at the desk trying to do just the online thing. Going bricks and mortar on us. And uh, you know what? That's a it's a great thing. I think that you're you're looking into it because you are interested in it and you know, we we do not relegate uh, location-independent business to uh, to just the online world. I mean, that's what we talk about a lot. But the reality is there are a lot of different types of businesses that you can have that you can uh, still generate income from real estate investment properties being one of them with Airbnb and everything like that. So as a small business owner, and if you're listening to this, whether you are a currently a small business owner or a budding location-independent entrepreneur, wherever you're at, you've probably realized by now that you're going to be wearing a lot of different hats no matter what. You know, If you're doing real estate or online business or anything like that, let's take online business for example. You know, you got your social media, you got your website design, you've got your content, you got your networking and events you got to go to, you got your self-education, stuff you need to learn. You have uh, your accounting and all your tax crap. And it's like inevitably, even if you're saying, okay, I'm going to focus on this one business, well, within that one business, you now have like 18 different things to focus on. Like even if you're going to say, I'm just going to take this one idea. So inevitably, this is going to be something you'll have to deal with. And I think, uh, Travis, what you said is like, definitely I I can feel uh, that's been something that's helped in my life. Uh, Particularly, I have like a new daughter now. So like time's a little more limited lately. Um, So finding those things that are actually important. I know we talked about it in one of the last shows, maybe the last show, which like focusing on the bigger picture stuff, but um, limiting your time to really focus on that stuff. Like to me, ideally, yes, I would love to be, you know, be promoting stuff on social media all the time and getting that traffic, but like something has to fall by the wayside. So I focus on the podcasting and that type of content rather than like, you know, making videos or other things because uh, I enjoy it, and it's something that uh, I know, at least from the feedback I've gotten from people, that it's been helping them out doing different it, things in travel and business. It forces you stuff to like prioritize. That. So yeah, you, prioritize. You, yeah, prioritizing. And I think when it comes to multiple things within your business, that's that's the approach. It's prioritizing. Now, multiple ideas, that's a different... This is a tricky thing, man, because like you said, like you're doing the real estate thing... For somebody yeah, well, there, else, that might is, be there is the idea that there's like multiple things within one business, which is hard enough. And then it's like, well, now it's like two disparate things. Like, I want to be an artist, and I want to do accounting for people. Like, you know, the. But here's here's the other thing, Jay. That I think I think a it helps you if you hem yourself in, like time wise. And you mentioned it can be it can be having family priorities. It can be having other project priorities. It can be you actually just setting limits on yourself and saying, I'm not going to work after 4 p.m. That kind of stuff has never worked for me, like the third part. So it does help hem you in when there's other things going on. But I would say 
the biggest thing too, it it provides an escape and not in a bad way. So like me going to look at real estate, like this is something that's really, really fun for me. Some people hate it. Like Heather's like, I don't care about going into all these houses that we're not going to buy. Like you'll eventually buy one. And I'll go into that one. So like for her, it's not as fun, but for me, it's like, it's therapeutic. It's fun. It's something that's new and exciting and interesting. So it, it provides like an escape. And maybe that's, you know, we, we talk a lot about this in location. And we're actually going to do a challenge in, I guess, November about, hobbies and so like whether it's a hobby of all right well i'm gonna escape i'm gonna go play the guitar i'm gonna play in a band so i can't work all night because i'm in a band or something like that it's cool it provides an escape it provides an outlet it gets your mind off your uh, stuff and that's one of the things i'm most excited about with doing this is that it's so different from what i'm doing now that a it exists in the real world so that's a benefit and B, it's something that excites me in that. So that passion kind of spills over. And like, I know, I know how you, I know how you love to do, uh, you know, home renovation repairs and stuff well, like that. that too. <laughs> well, there's a whole podcast about that. I won't be doing that. That's why we're looking at places that are ready to roll, man. Uh, yeah, um, okay. <laughs> but I, you know, I, know I think thyself. That, yeah, that can't be overstated. Having some sort of escape, whether it's another business or whether it's just you know a hobby or a passion or something like that. Because it's going to be, or it is if you're already in it, hard to get away from your work when your work is online and you're your own boss. It's hard to get away from it. So having something that helps you get away from it is really key. Yeah, I think it's the reality of it too, you know? Like this is maybe the good news and the bad news. Um, and and depending on <laughs> where you're at right now in your mind, that you could take it either way. But I think... Uh, implementing like other ideas or different things like you're doing like you happen to be passionate about real estate but it also serves as like another potential stream of income you know for you and your family and the reality is in the way the economy is going i believe that you know having different streams of income having different ideas that produce in in different ways is kind of essential to long-term success you don't want to have your all your eggs in one basket, which makes it really difficult sometimes because you're like, all right, well, I don't want to focus on a, I don't, I don't want to, fo-, you know, it's, it's hard to say. Like for me, well, if that, you're someone that's, who's scared, I was just gonna say, if you're someone who's scared of that, right? Like if you're, if you brought up a good point before, if you're someone who's scared of having all your eggs in one basket, but you also want to be hyper-focused on one idea that you have, as you mentioned before, that can even be broken up. Like you don't have to say, oh, real estate and uh, podcast and blog. No, it can be like podcast and blog, but I'm going to make money through affiliate marketing. I'm going to make money through my own products. I'm going to make money through podcast sponsorship. You know, so like there is a way to diversify within one thing as well. If you're diversify is always a good method for anything whether it's multiple projects or multiple streams within one project right yeah and i think the long-term view helps too you know if you're like okay i'm gonna have multiple things but it might not happen right away you know it's part of your personality but you're like okay maybe i'm gonna focus on this for like the next one to two years and then i'm gonna start working in this like sort of side idea that i that i want to do like in 18 months or whatever after i have like this, this one kind of going, it, it gets a little tricky though. Cause you get spread out and like, listen, it's an imperfect world, right? I mean, like it's, That's the thing. it's I wanted to ask you a question. Y- Timing. 
when is the right time? There, there, there never is. And it's like, I don't know, like the, the more you bring into the fold, at least for me to keep my sanity, the more I just end up hiring other people to help me out is what it comes down to is, is getting the help I need, getting systems in place and stuff like that. Like stuff that you might associate with being boring business stuff until you realize that, oh crap, having a, you know, Cliff from Location Indie, who's a bookkeeper, now does all of our bookkeeping because we, we keep it in the family, you know, we like to well, and that was awesome. do that. And I shot him a message and said, Cliff, can you give us a profit and loss statement for September? Like, because I have no idea. And then he sent back, like, remember when I asked you for those other things and you forgot to give them to me? I need them first. And I thought, oh, like, it's great because <laughs> I did. Now I just, you have someone holding you accountable too. I'm like, Yep, you're right, Cliff. Yeah, Thanks. totally. I mean, and these things come over time, but it's like, I think, you know, the other thing is, Trav, like, life is short. You know, I hate to use the cliche, but, you know, if you have things you're really interested in and you want to pursue them and, and in real time, like, that's where you feel like your heart is and stuff like that, what's wrong with, like, being a curious creature and, like, going down those rabbit holes a little bit and stuff like that? Isn't that what life's all about in, in many ways? It's not, like, about being yeah. strategic with everything. Well, you know? and that's a, that, that's a good point because we we do this, right? We preach location independence. We preach building your own business, all that kind of stuff, to give you the freedom to do the things you want. So when it becomes a – I'm not saying every single time you want to get up and, 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 le- and not do the hard work, get up and do the hard work, but when then you – it becomes a detriment to you leading the life you want. You have to reorganize again. So you don't want to be working too hard on one project because this is the best one and this is the best moneymaker and forget about all that other stuff. And that's exactly why Heather and I went away for a, a two-month trip because it's like, okay, we've built this stuff so that we can go away and travel. Let's actually go and and do that. And I kind of have a rule of thumb for for the for timing. Not that there's ever a right time or, or like one size fits all, but... If an idea persists in your head for like if you have an idea and it won't get out of your head and it persists for a year, that probably means you need to sit down and either like literally walk through exactly why you're going to get rid of that idea and and try to strike it out of your head. Not that it'll never come back in. But I had this idea with this Wi-Fi app that for like three years persisted. I made a go of it. Didn't really work out. And now it's like, I think about it, but I'm not thinking, oh, I'm going to build that anymore. I, I kind of killed it. You let it go. I let it go. But if it's if it's been a year and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back and it keeps coming back and you sit down and you think like, there isn't really a reason I need to kill this. I could do this and what I'm doing. I think you got to give it a shot. And this real estate thing, we've been looking for places for, for a couple of years in Philly haphazardly. And you know, when I was on this trip, I just was so... I loved looking at it and I just thought, okay, now is the perfect time because now I'm ready to do it as an investment versus living there. And I just thought I got to get home and do it right away. Not, not like I'm going to go buy the first property and jump into it. You want to be smart. But if it persists, it persists for a reason. It means you're passionate about it or, or something in the universe is telling you, yeah. hey, maybe you got to give it a go. Yeah. I mean, that's part of like, right? Being like a little tapped into your own intuition and and what it is that's really getting you off, I guess, for like lack of a better term. It's like you, you know, I've seen you on these real estate apps going crazy for it. I mean, it's, uh, it's something you love, you know? And like you said, that might not be a business thing for everyone, but man, it's, it's still tough. You know, I think people, um, get a lot of flack for, uh, they can from friends and family members, you know, if they're flitting from one thing to the next and, um, just kind of, 
going around and maybe seemingly in circles and, and all that type of stuff. But you know what? A lot of that's part of the journey and it, is. it has it is. value and you learn stuff. Here's your permission slip to like explore, right? If you ever needed one, we're giving it to you now. But it's like, it has value. And like those little rabbit holes you go down, those um, self-explorations, those those deep dives and, and things that you do when you're looking at your ideas and stuff like that. Like you are taking action, even if it might feel like stagnation. It might feel futile, yeah. yeah. And, and and if it goes, if it does go on for too long, and and maybe you know, I've been down uh, this path myself, where I'm I'm consuming and I'm thinking and I've got the ideas and I'm consuming more and I'm thinking more and I'm cons- and I'm like, you know what? I'm not actually doing anything. Like if I actually just pick one of these ideas and try something, I'm probably going to take it to the next level of learning. And that has happened and not to be too afraid of, um, you know, it being like, you're always going to take a risk when you, when you kind of go after something. But I think there is a lot of value to the exploration, exploratory phase, we'll call it. And, um, and let's face it, we're all in the exploratory phase all the time, you know, looking into different things and stuff like that. I mean, I just, just being business partners and friends with Travis over the last years. I mean, he was like going to start a beer podcast. He's going to do this thing that he still might do, but he, but it, it dropped off. You know, I know you're working on something now that you're considering like, but that's okay. You're like, you're, that's part of like who you are. You know, you get really passionate about something. I mean, hey, I've something. got like five cases of craft beer in my pantry now because I was going to yeah, start a beer it's, podcast. It's not a, ba- so. it's not a bad thing. It's what I'm saying. I'm not like, I'm not saying that it's a bad thing. It's like one of your, best qualities is that you're curious and like you you get into something and then you like to learn all about it and you get real passionate about it and like you know sometimes like not everything we're going to try like we're going to see through or maybe we'll see through it see it through later like two years from now or whatever but it's like a different way than you originally thought yeah you can't beat yourself up too much business right whatever it just sucks like i guess my point is also like if people are giving you a hard time about it like don't sweat it. You're definitely not alone. Like we, I know Travis and I have been oh, through certainly it. Certainly not alone. Yeah, and it's okay. Like we still go through it. I think with different ideas, we've been a little better at taking action. I think both. Like I certainly have in my life. Like since I started, you know, running these businesses some years ago. But uh, yeah, like don't. Jay gave you permission. Don't sweat it. Don't sweat Be it. curious. Don't do it at the detriment of of whatever else you're doing. Like give give the thing you're doing a good honest effort or if you have something that's already making money and working don't shirk that responsibility but build the the other passions into your life allow a place for them um and and it'll help you in a lot of ways and 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 it'll help you provide an escape and another income stream and another way to probably focus your time better and all that kind of stuff so if you like turtles chase those turtles (laughs) we got about three and a half minutes left do you want to take an inside location indie segment we like to feature some people in the community because uh yeah we know they're awesome and they usually their stories go right in with what we're talking about yeah point yeah well we also Uh, know like you know you out there listening i mean if you're if you're not in location indie or whatever like these these stories just hearing stories from anybody whether in their community or, or or anybody else who have who's gone on this journey and these different things. It's uh, it's just helpful to know there's other people out there doing this stuff and, and like going through the ups and downs with it. Well, that's, that's the beauty of seeing other people doing it is that it's not just 
it, it's not just someone standing on a stage and we're not on a stage here or, or behind a podcast mic saying, yeah, you can do it. Go for it. You know, because you might look at us and say, well, yeah, you've done it and, and you're there. And of course you can, but there's other people starting at all the time. Like every day someone else is taking that first step or that second step or that third step or that fourth step. And so at every junction of your journey, there's other people who are doing the exact same thing. That's what amaz- is amazing. And we, you know, for Inside Ally, one of our, our, best members of all time, Jeremy Enns, just an awesome dude. He's been with us in Location Indy for, for a while now. And what was so amazing is that he got to put up a post and it was called LI Update, the big one. And he put this up a couple weeks ago. And um, I, it was, I just remember reading it and thinking, this is what it's about for everyone. Whether you're in LI, not in LI, it doesn't matter. This is what people are, are going after. And this is why I'm so happy they put it out. Basically, long story short, he wanted to be location independent. He said, this was my last day at my day job. I'm completely self-employed and location independent. He's lined up three and a half months of house sits in the UK. He's flying to Europe in two weeks, a few days in Prague, and then going to his house sits. But here's the interesting part. He says, to be honest, when I joined LI at the start of the year, I didn't really have a solid idea on what path to location independence was, on what the best path was. I was aiming at doing something through my photography blog, and while I'm still pursuing that, it turns out that there were other paths that I completely overlooked that turned out being incredibly easy to get set up. For me, that was using my audio engineering background to start or at least rebrand my audio company, Aesthetic Productions, as primarily a podcast production and editing company. I had the idea to look into podcast editing in March, and now six months later, just like that, I'm self-employed and location-dependent. So not just like that. You you know, Make sure you hear the six months later part. But that's what's amazing is he thought one thing, photography, passion. He hasn't let that go by the wayside. But then he saw another idea and said, why don't I give this a go? And that ended up being the thing that first started him into LI. And maybe... A year from now, Jeremy won't be doing the podcast editing. Maybe he'll be doing photography. Or maybe he'll be doing something t- totally different. Um, so it's just a great case study in in a lot of the things that we discuss about location independence, primarily having multiple passions and, and pursuing different things. Yeah, congrats to Jeremy. And he was leaning on those skills he had. And I talked to Diane, who's also in the community, and, and she's actually starting a podcast. And Jeremy's going to be helping her with it. So again, we're... Uh, we're keeping it in the family there. But uh, as the clock ticks down, we got about five seconds left. Just want to say thank you so much for uh, for joining us. If you have any questions, uh, hit us up, team at locationindy.com. If you're curious about the community, of course, you can always go to locationindy.com and check it out. And uh, we just appreciate you um, being here. We're, we are off hiatus now. Travis and I were both traveling. Now we're back. So expect these episodes to come back to the feed. Subscribe if you haven't yet. And um, we'll talk to you soon. Homework for today. Go watch I Like Turtles. 53,670,139 views as of right now. I like turtles. And I'm allergic to them stuff. Cheers. <laughs>